You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele, live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me for another amazing session of the African Father in America podcast. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am in Seattle, Washington, and uh, I'm just excited to be here with you for another episode. This is episode 293. Uh, we are expecting a guest uh, later on uh, on the show. Uh, this is going to be Dennis Maunguzi, uh, who is uh, one of the you know, one of the leaders at Mama Hope, uh, who, you know, Mama Hope is doing incredible work, uh, you know, especially in Africa. And we hosted uh, Miley, who is also from Mama Hope, uh, last week. So uh, we will wait uh, and you will learn a little more uh, about what's going on, especially with the current campaign that Mama Hope is doing, uh, where we are encouraging, you know, the bigger organizations, the bigger foundations, uh, that have access to a lot of resources, but they're not putting their mouth where all these resources are, you know. So this campaign that Mama Hope is leading and One Vibe Africa is partnering with them on is really to encourage people with so much uh, to ensure that they allow people in the, uh, especially in Africa, in the, de in the developing countries to contribute to how uh, these resources are being used, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, using these resources to support the work that is going on in the motherland. Um, you know, so we are starting here like three minutes late. Bear with us as we are, uh, you know, going to have our guest here in a, in a second. But for now, we are going to get started. I see that we've been joined over there on Clubhouse by uh, Lavender, by Joseph Kafunda, by Simply E. Uh, today, Chioma Sheri, who is uh, typically our guest every Wednesday, could not join us, but she sent a poem, and uh, I have that poem with me. I think we should send uh, Simply E this poem so that Simply E can, you know, read it for us. But uh, Simply E, uh, I would love to hear your voice. I would just love to know how you are doing today. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, um, I'm doing well. Grand Rising, everybody. Grand Rising, Simon. Um, feeling good this morning. Um, and and send me that poem for sure. I know I can't deliver it like Chioma, but um, I will certainly try to give a little flavor to it. I'm interested to see what her take is on on um, the discussion this morning on the on the proverb. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely make sure you get it uh, in, in just a moment. I'll send it to you by WhatsApp. Oh, Lavender, you can send it to Simply by WhatsApp. I don't know if you're all connected yet, but for now, I want to share the proverb for today, which is from Equatorial Guinea. And uh, the proverb says that knowledge is a garden. It, if it isn't cultivated, it can't be harvested. Knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated it will not be harvested. I want you to share with us your thoughts on this proverb. What is it that comes to your mind when you hear this proverb? Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, share in the comments what this proverb means to you. If you are listening on Clubhouse, 
also share in the comments what this proverb means to you. Um, and I want to still try and figure out uh, why our guest has not managed to join us yet. Um, yeah, but uh, I definitely don't think that it's only on uh, our guests. Dennis, uh, Dennis Maunguzi is the one who is going to be joining us later. Take your time. We are going to bring you on at whatever time works. But we want to dive just a little deeper into today's proverb. And, uh, you know, the proverb is beautiful. I think I've had this proverb, but I've not really taken a deep dive into it in order to fully understand it. So there are three nuggets of wisdom that we are going to share today. Uh, but really, I also want you to pay attention to this amazing work that Mama Hope is doing. You know, today we want to really highlight the work that Mama Hope is doing. So if you've never heard about this organization, you should definitely note somewhere uh, Mama Hope. And then after the show today, we are going to make sure we give you uh, resources that you can use to support this great campaign that they're doing. Uh, the campaign is dubbed um, "Put Your Ma Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is." Put your money where your mouth is. So note that down because we'll be talking about that, uh, you know, a few times during the show today as well. Um, now, as we continue on, I want to share the three nuggets of wisdom. And also, I want to invite you, if you're listening to the show on Clubhouse, I want to invite you to join us on the stage at this early stage of the conversation. And uh, and then, uh, you know, let me first send, uh, I want to first send you um, uh, simply this poem in order for you to just be ready to, you know, uh, read it out. I, I love it. I love it. I could have read it out, but I feel that you could do more justice to this poem. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so um, while I figure out how to get you this on WhatsApp, uh, I just want to thank you all for being here with us. You know, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're joining us on Clubhouse, uh, your presence means so much. You know, there's no way I can thank you for taking your time for uh, being here with us. Now, the first nugget of wisdom uh, says that learning is a continuous process, you know, that never ends. Learning never ends. And uh, you can always learn something new almost every moment, you know. Uh, and for me, as a father of three girls here in Seattle, uh, living so far away from home, I feel like I learned so much, but lately, I have been learning a lot from my kids. I'm beginning to realize that a lot of the things I know, uh, I have to relearn them because um, things are changing very fast, you know. And even if you think about the apps that we are using for live streaming this show, the tools that we are using uh, to to survive, they change all the time. You know, the software in these tools are updated all the time. So uh, it forces you to learn whether you like it or not. Uh, then the second one is you need to work hard to reap the benefits of knowledge. It's not going to be handed to you, you know. This is why people pay for school. This is why a lot of people here in America are in a lot of debt, you know, uh, as a result of seeking that knowledge, you know. Uh, but uh, in the outside world, if you want to learn, you have to sacrifice your time, you know. Like most of us who are here right now, we are seeking knowledge, you know, we are seeking ancestral wisdom. And that's why 
we are here right now, you know. So it won't come for free. You have to do something in order to acquire it. You have to earn it. And then finally, knowledge is power, you know. The more you know, the more powerful you become. And I want to add that that's also the more responsible you should become, you know. Uh, a lot of the time, the more powerful people become, the more careless they could become, you know. Uh, for example, the case of Putin, you know, he he just took a deep dive into a conflict that has now thrown the entire world into uh, a whirlwind, you know. Uh, there's, there's no sufficient grains in many parts of Africa that actually depended on Ukraine and Russia for their supply of grains, you know. Uh, the, 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 the gas prices, you know, uh, the... The, the, the you know it's 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 just a lot so it's just important to know that you know with power comes responsibility now i want to open the floor for our you know our friends uh, who are listening in on clubhouse who typically um, have the ability to speak and contribute to the show before i do that though i just want to try and see if i can still bring our guest today one of the things I love about the African Father in America podcast is um, bringing people that are doing incredible work in the community. People who are literally in the front line. And uh, our guest today, Dennis, uh, is someone that is doing incredible work with Mama Hope on the ground. If we can't make it to bring him on the show, we will figure out how to go about the rest of the show today. Uh, but I just want you to know from time to time, I will seem distracted, especially for those who are on YouTube. But I'm trying to figure out how do we still bring Dennis uh, Maunguzi to the show today. So Dennis, if you have the link to Ecom, uh, just keep trying it and use your phone. I would suggest you use your phone to join us whenever you can. Now, um, simply, I just want to open the floor, starting with you. You know, you typically join us here every Wednesday. And uh, I just want you to take a moment, share with those who are joining us for the first time how it is on Wednesdays and why we always center uh, poetry these Wednesdays and how they can be more engaged. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, and I, I don't think it was a, a mistake that I found myself in this space on Wednesdays. Things always work out. Um, so I think it's, it's so beautiful um, to give a reflection of poetry right? Because what it does is it allows us to not only enjoy the proverb, but to enjoy the interpretation in a form of artistry as well. Um, and maybe sometimes in a way that we can relate a little bit more, even more so to what the idea was behind um, the meaning of the proverb. So I just particularly love, 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 love on Wednesdays um, because it's like a message within a message. Um, and then an interpretation within an, within an interpretation. So it's really a delight for me, um, and I'm sure other people as well. Um, and welcome, welcome, Grand Rising, everybody. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, for sure you want to subscribe so you can make sure that you're able to, to stay in tune with all the, the great African Father in America spaces. Um, and in the mornings and on Instagram, um, the Proverbs are there. Um, so you're able to kind of get a jump start and see where you want to go with the proverb, because maybe you want to join us in Clubhouse um, after you've had a moment to take that in 
if you're in Clubhouse right now and you want to give a little bit of input, just raise your hand um, and we'll welcome you up to be able to give your input and insight and maybe give us a little bit of knowledge and wisdom um, coming from your perspective as well. And if you want to just tweet it out, you can do that. But what I would definitely encourage you to do is if you know some people who could get value from this space or could give value to the space, you want to enjoy the space as it is and also bring them along because they could enhance things or this space may enhance their lives. So I'm saying that from a genuine space because it's definitely enhanced my life in this space. It's a safe space um, and it's a loving space. Um, and with that, um, I want to thank you, Simon, for being so um, adamant about keeping the spirit of the space beautiful. So thank you this morning and a grand rising to everyone. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you again, uh, Simply E. Grand rising to you. Uh, I want to quickly give a shout out to Diana Kamalua, who is joining us from Uganda. And uh, I also just want to encourage Dennis uh, Maunguzi, who is supposed to be our guest, don't give up, you know, keep pushing that uh, link that you have uh, and eventually we are going to have you, you know, we won't give up either. Uh, we have to win against the internet. Um, you know, as we continue on, for those who are just joining us, our proverb today says that knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, it can't be harvested. And I don't think of any better proverb that aligns with the work that Mama Hope is doing uh, than this one, you know. Uh, if you don't remind people who have so much money that they need to put it in the right place, they never do, you know. They never do. That's why conflicts in Africa continue to be rife, because uh, a lot of people who are fueling these conflicts, they don't know that uh, the people that are you know are are losing their lives are losing their land are losing their resources uh, actually have answers to these problems and if they're just given a chance to figure things out on their own and they're given the the backing the finances and the and the capacity they will figure things out on their own you know uh, and so uh, i really love what uh, mama hope is doing especially because of empowering people on the ground uh, in various parts of the continent to do the work, you know, and uh, I can't wait to hear more. Uh, but, uh, you know, as you all know, we we normally give every guest a chance to speak about the proverb for the day. And uh, I just want to uh, remind you simply, I, I'm sending you the proverb through your Instagram because my WhatsApp is not loading on my desktop for some reason. So I sent well, you the... Well, the vendor has backed you up it for me that's perfect uh, why don't we go there then <laughs> yes yeah very sweet to do that. Thank, um, you. thank you lavender by the way i appreciate that a lot <laughs> um so i'm gonna read it the way i think shioma intended it and it's very beautiful um the children anxious the land praying on its knees for all the seeds stored up in your hand, in your head, to be planted, to be shared, to be tended, to be freed. This proverb today reminds her of the parable of the talents. If you don't work what you have, 
work with your knowledge, nothing will come of it. Neither you or anyone will benefit from it. This is from Chioma. Excellent. Chioma is an amazing writer, an amazing creative, and a really, really generous person. You know, uh, she's been a guest for the show every Wednesday for almost a year, you know. And every Wednesday when she joins me, uh, she shares a poem that was inspired by the African proverb that I sent her a few days before Wednesday. So today we, we will miss her. She had to she had an emergency and a, an important project that she had to focus on. Uh, but also simply he was reading this uh, you know poem for Chioma is an amazing poet, you know, and uh, simply has really, really supported us with the production of Africa Day. And um, you know, again simply because you are you are probably going to play a lot of the roles that Chioma typically plays on Wednesdays. I just want you to speak to this poem, you know, what do you think about it, but also what is your own interpretation of this proverb? Thank you so much. Well, I think that Chioma hit the, the nail on the head with this one um, because it's, 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 you can have a garden and you can grow that garden with every intent to harvest, with every intent to um, grab something out of it. But if you don't actually do the thing, if you don't cultivate it, if you don't prepare it, prep it, make sure that it's in good shape and then go out and harvest it, actually do those things, then it just sits there. And then all the work that you did planning it just goes away. Not only that work, but the energy that the garden itself uses to grow. Not only that, but all the resources that have gone into the natural resources that you didn't have anything to do with, that's still energy that could have gone somewhere else. So it's a wasteful thing to be sitting on a garden and not cultivating or harvesting or whatever comes next after that. Um, and it's just like knowledge. The knowledge can be sitting there. Even the resources that go into it naturally that you have nothing to do with. But you planted that garden or you were in a space where that knowledge was, you're actually there. It took something to get you there. So if you don't do anything and you're there and the opportunity is there and you're not going to cultivate or prepare yourself to receive it or grab it or take it somewhere else or make it even bigger or exercise with it, then it's for nothing. And all the resources that you had nothing to do with that you could have made bigger even by harvesting or cultivating, those things have also gone to waste. So I think Chioma really hit the nail on the head with this. I think she and I both have the same idea in mind when it comes to this proverb. That's excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, to those who are joining us for the first time, thank you so much. I see Steady here. Uh, it means a lot that you're here with us. Joseph Kafunda is a brother that has really contributed to the work that we are doing online, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, producing content um, that is relevant to travel in Africa. Uh, you know, he's also a tour, tour guide in Namibia and is preparing to go to the World Cup, which I'm, I'm jealous about. It's nice to see you here. Uh, and I also see Siobhan and uh, Nate, uh, you know, and AM, 
I want you all to take a second. Uh, in just a minute, Lavender is going to share a link to an organization that we truly believe you should all learn a little bit about. And if possible, you should give to a campaign that they are currently doing, not just to empower African organizations like One Vibe Africa, which I founded. Mama Hope is actually one of the organizations supporting One Vibe Africa in Africa, in Kenya, you know. Um, but they're working with multiple other organizations across Africa. You know, in Kisumu, where I come from, they support a lot of community-based organizations in Uganda, in Rwanda. And what's amazing about them is that they're employing African youths, African people, are the ones who are running this organization. So that's why I, I love what they do. In a moment, we'll share a link to their ongoing campaign that is known as uh, Put Your Mouth, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. <laughs> Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. So uh, stay with us, and in a moment, we'll share a few links and info, both on YouTube and on Clubhouse, that you can use to learn more and also help us spread the word because we want, we want to help Mama Hope raise about $100,000 by the end of this holiday season. I think it's a modest goal. They should have gone for a bigger goal because the work that they do is incredible. But I feel that this is a good start. So uh, as we continue on with the conversation, I just want to invite um, Simply E. Did you give us your own interpretation or should we go on to invite our other guests to share their interpretations? Yeah, I think Chioma and I just felt the same the, the same way about this. It's it's inescapable <laughs> um, to think that you can, you know, that you can benefit from some knowledge if you're not actually cultivating it, if you're not actually exercising it, if you're not grabbing it and going a little bit further. If you just let it sit there, even if you heard or read something, if you're not using it. Yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, it have been resting instead of um, seeing something um, and not taking advantage of it. Apologies um, for the phone. I'm, I'm, I meant to block that. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you're just sitting on knowledge, even knowledge that you did take in and you're not doing anything with it, it's still for naught. So um, I happen to agree wholeheartedly with the interpretation that Shioma gave of, it, of the proverb. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Um, you know, again, thank you to everyone listening in, everyone watching on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And uh, I just see a little note here in regards to Mama Hope. And I'm going to, it's only today and when we host guests from Mama Hope, over the next few months, we'll actually be hosting guests maybe once a week, twice a week. Uh, that are working with Mama Hope, benefiting from Mama Hope, or want to be involved with Mama Hope. But I just received a little note here that I want to read out that says that Mama Hope is challenging everyone to dismantle privilege and shift the power to community-led organizations by investing in change and not charity. I think that's everything I was talking about earlier, but it's just good to read it um, aloud. Now, I want to bring on Lavender. Lavender, share with us where you are at the moment, uh, what your thoughts are on this proverb, and also if you have anything that you want to comment on in regards to the poem, feel free. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Simon. 
Um, this is Lavender. I'm speaking from Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, firstly, I'd like to say that Simply E, um, you represented Chioma so beautifully. Thank you so much for that. My thoughts about today's proverb, um, knowledge is a garden. Knowledge is a garden. If, it's, if it isn't cultivated, it can't be harvested. Um, agreeing with both Simply E and Shioma that when we work on our dreams uh, and keep on plowing and watering our plants, we'll enjoy the fruits eventually. Thank you so much, Simon. This is Lavender and I'm done speaking. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, Lavender. I appreciate that. Uh, I was just looking at the emails with Dennis Mwanguzi, um, and I just want uh, I want you, Lavender, to help me bring him on Clubhouse. If he can't join us on YouTube because of internet-related issues, we can still have him on Clubhouse and just hear his voice. So if you can help me with that, I would really, really appreciate it. Um, hey, Shay, thank you for joining us. Ma, thank you for being here. We are having a conversation uh, that is inspired by an African proverb from Equatorial Guinea. And the proverb says that knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, it can't be harvested. Uh, and we've heard just a little bit from Simply E and Lavender, and we are going to go on to Brother Earth. Please share with us where in the world you're joining us from, what today's proverb means to you. And also, if you have any comment uh, on the poem that was shared earlier, feel free to do so. Peace and love, family. It's Brother Hurt coming from the North Carolina Territory. And, um, you know, always a beautiful conversation, uh, sharing the wisdom of the ancestors. Um, the poem that uh, Chioma sent in uh, was, was beautifully read by uh, Simply E, but it, it was uh, deep, always uh, like you know, like Chioma's work, it was, you know, just Chioma as usual, shall I say. And, um, you know, honest to them for that. And as far as the proverb, knowledge is a, is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, it can't be uh, harvested. And pretty much in the, in the same vein as what everyone else is saying, it's a, it's a saying in the Moorish Holy Quran that it's not in the possession of the thing but the application. And uh, that's what I think simply he was breaking down. You know, you can have the land, you can have the seeds, you can have ha have the tools to farm the land, but if you don't uh, put in the work or uh, something else that also could be saying, trust the process. If you don't trust the process, uh, putting in the work, then, you know what I mean? You're not gonna um, bear the results that you feel you deserve or that you want, but you gotta always uh, be sincere in the work you put in and, in the process in order to uh, reap beautiful rewards. So I'll park my plane right there, brother. Peace and love, fam. Uh, peace and love to you, brother Arth. Uh, this is Simon here. Uh, it seems like we will be able to bring uh, our guest on. So just bear with me as I do that. Uh, hey, Dennis, welcome back. You're like gold. 
How are you doing? Thank you, Simon. Sorry. Thank you for your patience. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, we can't give up. You know, we can never give up. Now, uh, this proverb that we sent you earlier, you know, I want you to talk about it for a minute. Uh, quite a few people have talked about it. We are going to go back to actually have an idea. Why don't you listen in uh, to Stella and Dr. Dr. Latonia, and then we have uh, Steady. Listen to these three people as you breathe a little and settle in before I just throw a question at you. <laughs> and okay. then... Uh, and then we will do the entire interview the way that uh, the email said. So for now, just listen in and take everything in. And thank you so much for being here. Are you in Kampala at the moment? Oh, where in the just world? Just right outside Jinja. Jinja. Ah, very nice, very nice. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad that you're here. So Jinja is in Uganda, for those who don't know um, uh, now. Let's hear Stella. Stella, how are you doing? Where are you? And what are your thoughts on this proverb? Hi, Simon. Hello, everyone. This is Stella, and I'm in um, Kiambu, Kenya. I came to attend to some business. Uh, otherwise, today's proverb, uh, which talks about knowledge, when I first heard of it, I it reminded me of uh, of uh, viruses. Viruses are those tiny microorganisms that cause infections. So um, the reason it reminded me of the virus is because uh, I think that the viruses are, are the most hardworking microorganisms because when they get into the body, it's like they've set a goal to keep changing. They keep mutating into something else, totally different from what got into the body. And I think that's why it's never easy to find a cure for any viral infection. So definitely it's a bad thing because they are making people's lives hard. But to them as the viruses, it's like they, they don't they don't want to settle. They want to keep keep changing to achieve their goals. And I think it's the same way with this proverb. It's encouraging us to always keep learning. Because I think when you learn something every day, at least every day, even if it's a new language or a new recipe or a new song, then it it keeps you thinking that, oh, that's something new I didn't know about. And uh, you get to want to learn some more. And the cycle continues. Uh, again, I want to say that the, the poem was so beautiful. And uh, I I adore how simply he read it. It was so beautiful and amazing. Thank you for the show, Simon. And thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, you've all not had Simply Is poems. You know, you, you're used to Chioma's poems. So one day we should have a series of Simply E, uh, you know, actually sharing the poems because she's incredibly talented. I feel like we've been hiding a gem in this room for far too long. <laughs> 
Now uh, I want to come on to you Dr. Latanja share with us uh, Dr. Latonya share with us your own thoughts on the proverb uh, and where you are in the world at the moment. Thank you so much. Good morning, good morning. Thank you Simon. I am in Missouri, the state of Missouri right now and um, the proverb is a beautiful proverb. I like what everyone has been sharing and thinking about it. Of course, my mind goes to children automatically and knowledge management. One of the ways we store knowledge is inside of children. And children can absorb it from the outside world where they're getting negative content, or we can infuse them with positive content. And all of that knowledge that we pour into them, they are like gardens as well. If we do not cultivate it, we will not harvest the beauty that it can produce and the good that it can do to our nations around the globe. And so if we are not depositing and storing proper morals and values and the things that we've learned and lessons learned and wisdom, we are not going to reap the benefits of that in the future. And so we put our hands in the hands of individuals who do not have the proper knowledge to maintain our nation. And so I just encourage, as a good reminder for myself as well, to continue to pour knowledge in good ground in the, in the hands of youth. Um, and so it can be harvested. We continue to cultivate and allow it to grow. And so we can have a beautiful future and we are resting in a great nation because if not, we are putting our hands in um, our lives in the hands of individuals without that knowledge that has not been cultivated. And I landed right there. Thank you so much for this time and space. Excellent. Thank you again for your continued support, uh, Dr. Latonia. Let's hear from uh, Don Frank, who is also known as Teddy. Uh, what are your thoughts on the proverb and where in the world are you joining us from? Hi, good afternoon. Um, I'm Steady. I'm from the UK. Um, I don't know if you can hear me properly. But, um, yeah, I hear you very well. Keep going. That's good. Um, definitely, I like the um, the proverbs. Um, it's self-explanatory. And as the lady said, the doctor, Latonia, um, she explained it that well. She executed it very well. And just before everybody was talking, um, I was speaking, I actually copied the quote and then I put my son and myself on my Twitter account where I was posting where I was teaching him how to use the drug. And it was such a coincidence that um, the doctor used the illustration about the installation of knowledge into the children. And um, But yeah, I, I definitely, there's not much I can say towards that actually, it's just, it's just what it is. I love it. I love it. Thank you again for being here uh, and joining us all the way from the UK. It means a lot. Now, uh, you know, I thank you all for your contributions and I want to jump straight in uh, into the segment that we should have started with where we are going to quickly talk about our guests' own interpretation of this proverb and then we'll jump into learning a little about our guest, you know, Dennis Muanguzi. We want to learn about a childhood story that inspires who you are today, especially with the work you do at Mama Hope, you know. Uh, and then we will jump straight into the campaign, you know, how is it going and how can the people who are watching and listening support the incredible work that you're doing over there in Uganda and also 
with Mama Hope in general. So uh, just introduce yourself briefly uh, and then share with us your interpretation of this proverb that we are talking about. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you, Simon, and thank you for having me. Um, Denise Mwanguzi, and I'm calling in from outside of Jinja, the source of River Nile. I'm so happy to be here. I work as the learning and impact lead at Mama Hope. Uh, yeah, getting back to our quote of the day, uh, knowledge is a garden. If it isn't cultivated, it can't be harvested. And I think in relation to what our previous speakers have been mentioning about the child and about the virus, I think we are natural human beings or unlike any other natural living thing, we adopt, we adapt, we change and we evolve given changing times and the environment. And putting that in, in, in perspective, I think that knowledge you know, these are like just sets of like information, skills or facts. They also change with changing times and with changing society and with changing environment. And I wanted to draw quickly on an example, uh, like here in Uganda, the population is predominantly, you know, uh, thriving on agriculture, the majority of the population. And so like my family of uh, uh, nine people, we used to thrive very well on four acres of land. And uh, I think it happens for the same context with other parts of the country that right now we are over 30 people and we can't, you know, keep living and thriving on the four acres of land. And it's the same for the country. Like uh, over 30 years ago, it was around 18.5 million people. They were thriving well, there was enough space. And right now, over 45 million people, but the land size hasn't, you know, <laughs> it hasn't increased. And these 45 million people are expected to thrive on the same unit area of land on agriculture. And so if you do not keep learning and replenishing your knowledge of how to thrive, how, to, how do you base your economy on agriculture, you find that the knowledge you had 10 years ago may not be really relevant in this in the current times which goes back to the story of the child imparting you know the knowledge in young kids because i think as nature takes its course i think the knowledge they accumulate over time and the values uh, accumulated as well may be very instrumental in how we thrive as as beings that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love it. Uh, I'm so glad we never gave up on this because, uh, you know, the the ideas you're just dropping uh, are just wonderful. If you're joining us, uh, this is the African Father in America podcast. We are live on YouTube. We are also live on Clubhouse. And uh, I really, really encourage you to pay attention to the work that Dennis is doing with Mama Hope. In just a moment, he's going to share with you how the actions that you can take. But for now, we want to go into what is it that is inspiring you, Dennis? Uh, a lot of young people of your age in Uganda are probably politicians, you know, Bobby Wine, you know. Um, I have other friends who are also activists in Uganda, journalists, you know. But you chose Mama Hope, you know, uh, and there's probably something that is driving you. Tell us about it and why Mama Hope. Yeah, thank you, Simon. I think uh, a lot of my passion is, dry, is derived from my own personal childhood experience, like you mentioned, 
you know, I grew up in quite a remote area uh, outside in the eastern part of the country. And, uh, you know, we have a saying that it takes a village to raise a child. And we were basically raised by, you know, our really beautiful parents, but also like the entire neighborhood. And as we were growing up, we really experienced what it means to live in a community, uh, what the social services were available, for example, healthcare services. Uh, around five, six years old, I would see, you know, women delivering by the roadside or on a coffee tree where they just wrap a cloth around uh, because the nearest health center was 25 kilometers away. And so, or even having vaccinations, get on a motor, uh, actually not a motorcycle, a bicycle. Uh, you are put on a carrier and then taken to have the vaccines. And so these kind of childhood experiences and over time really inspired me to uh, study, you know, public health because I wanted to go back home and do something about it. And uh, in the last 10 or so years, we've been working as a community to develop a community health center that is now reaching out over 300,000 people. And you know, the power that comes with a community-based kind of approach is really interesting because like we've said back to our proverb, you know, there's a lot of changes that happen at the community level and those changing dynamics, it takes grassroots leaders and people in the community to can you hear me simon i hear you very well uh, there's occasional you know gaps because of the connection but uh, keep going keep going hello simon hey dennis i hear you very well keep going there's a there's a lag you know there's a, a small lag but I hear you very well, so keep going, in case you're hearing me. It seems that we're having uh, connection challenges, but I was hearing Dennis until that moment that he okay. wanted to confirm Thanks. whether. Thank you, uh, Simon. Yeah, so, yeah, I think just the idea that Yeah, we are we are definitely having. Uh, there you are. There you are. So keep going. The last thing I had was just the idea that. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're listening uh, on Clubhouse, thank you again for being so patient with us. If you are on YouTube, also thank you uh, for being patient with us. We are here for another episode. This is episode 293. We are literally seven episodes away from seven episodes away from episode 300. You know, that's a big deal. That's a big deal for me. Uh, and I hope it's a big deal for you. You know, I hope it's a big deal for you uh, who have been listening, supporting, sharing, 
the content from the African Father in America podcast in order for us to grow to this level. Uh, we've really been hosting an amazing guest here. We have to do it again. I feel that the best thing to do is to host um, Dennis again so that we can really uh, give, an op- give him an opportunity to go even deeper into uh, his story and the work that he's doing for Mama Hope. But for now, uh, I just want to see I want to see what we can do uh, right before we wrap up our conversation. I think the best thing I can do is to uh, bring on uh, Simply E. Simply just reflect on how we did today while uh, while we, we see what to do next before we wrap up our session. I apologize, Simon. I, I didn't hear what you said there. I heard a little bit of it. Oh, I was saying... Uh, reflect on how we did today, uh, what you've had in regards to the conversation with Dennis, uh, and then, you know, what comes up for you in that regard. I see that Dennis managed to come back, so after you speak, we will just have him, uh, you know, share with us a little more about the Mama Hope campaign, and then we'll end the show right after that. Okay, and and by the way, um, I hope that that Dennis under, understands that um, what you were saying was, oh, I think you had all of our ears, <laughs> um, uh, you know, listening to um, how adamant you were in speaking um, about um, about the plight. Um, and so I, I was I know my ear was stuck. Um, so I think we did very well today, especially I think it's apropos that this particular um, this particular proverb was present today um, for us to hear um, the different insights of everyone in this space, but also of the guest. Um, I think it's just, it was just a beautiful way to be thinking even deeper um, than we had been thinking. And, and I thought earlier, oh yeah, we, we, everybody's got it. But then we went even deeper um, once you introduced the guest. So I think, um, I'm I'm still thinking right now, actually. I'm I'm one of those people, but I think today is going to be one of those days where I'm reflecting all day um, on what we just heard, and not only that, but just kind of making sure as a checkpoint um, that I'm paying attention to say, okay, what are we not doing right? Nobody's perfect, <laughs> and that's what I love about the proverbs is that it gives you an opportunity to check yourself, right? We know a lot of times what the right thing is to do. But those reminders come up and, it, you know, you can either sit on a reminder or you can actually take it and say, you know, let's let's humble ourselves in the moment and make sure that we're really doing the thing. So I think we did very well today. And not only that, but the guests um, that that was on and maybe still on, I think, did a beautiful job. And I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of his message. Thank you. Thank you so much, Simply E. Uh, Dennis, now that you're back, uh, I just want you to finish your thoughts. You are speaking about why you're passionate about public health and why you're committed to your work with Mama Hope. But I want you to go straight after that into how can people who are listening right now and people who are watching the show right now, what can they do to support uh, the the campaign that Mama Hope is doing, and also explain the campaign a little. Okay, thank you, thank you, Simon. Yeah, I was saying that from you know childhood experiences and what we built as a community, 
Mama Hope was able to, we, we got connected to Mama Hope through uh, a person we had in, 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 in similar. And they just, you know, listened to us, you know, talking about our issues and um, about how we want to resolve those issues. And then they worked with us in supporting us and how we were addressing those issues, uh, you know. And now the journey has been over 10 years. And I think that is really inspiring to know and see how listening to the voices of grassroots leaders on how they want to address their issues is very paramount. The same, you know, falling back to, to, to the proverb we are, we are talking about because communities are quite dynamic. And a solution of today may not be the right solution for tomorrow, even though you have a predetermined plan. Yeah. And so uh, quickly back to the campaign, I think this is also within the realm of the global uh, philanthropy and the global development sector. And there is a lot about talking, shifting the power uh, in the sector. And, you know, at Mama Hope, we really believe in change and not charity. And, you know, when we talk of shifting the power to community-led organizations or to communities, and at the same time, we are seeing like less than 2% of the dollars going to uh, international development gets to the hands of communities and community leaders. That is quite a mismatch between what we are saying and talking about and what we are actually doing. So this campaign, put your money where your mouth is, is to challenge that notion. Like we speak about shifting power, putting the, the resources into the hands of community leaders and into the communities. And that's what we want to do. And with this campaign, 100% uh, of uh, revenues we are collecting will go directly into uh, community leaders and community organizations. Yeah, and you can check out the campaign via our social media platforms, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we use Mama Hope, Mama Hope as our handle. Yeah, Excellent. as well as our website, our, our website, which is mamahope.org. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you again, uh, Dennis. We will host you again before the end of the campaign. We will have you back because... Uh, the internet was not our friend today. The internet tried to fight us, uh, you know, through any opportunity that the internet had. So uh, we will do this again. And I also want to give a shout out to Margo, who is one of the leaders at Mama Hope. And because of her, we've been able to connect. Uh, and I want to thank Lavender and the team at One Vibe, uh, Stella. Thank you so much. Um, again, check out Mama Hope's Instagram. You know, it's always easy checking things out on Instagram, uh, you know, seeing some of the stories there. And then they have a link on their Instagram. They have a link tree that you can uh, click and really learn a lot about what they're doing. Uh, their Instagram is literally Mama Hope underscore, Mama underscore Hope. Uh, and that's one of the ways that you can see what they're doing. Uh, personally, I'm supporting them until the end of this campaign. I'll be hosting a number of people that are working in various parts of Africa that, um, you know, that are involved with Mama Hope. For example, last week we hosted Miley from Rwanda and uh, it was a wonderful conversation. I just posted a video clip about it on my Instagram Reels and 
today we now have Dennis uh, Muanguzi from Uganda and I don't know who we're having next but I know that we're having somebody maybe even tomorrow so stay tuned and uh, Dennis and everyone at Mama Hope keep up the good work you know we'll always give you guys a platform to uh, share the stories share the successes uh, and really the urgency here is that we need to shift the power we need to put money in the hands of people like Dennis so that not somebody here sitting at the Gates Foundation headquarters is deciding what Dennis's community needs to look like, you know. It's supposed to be Dennis who uh, has the money and has the power and knows uh, how he's going to deal with, for example, the situation where women are giving birth along the roadside. I saw that myself, you know, and as a result, I was involved with building a clinic in uh, in South Nyanza, that clinic still serves people until today, you know, and it's 100% run by local Kenyans, you know, uh, and it's exactly what you guys are trying to do, and I love it, and uh, I'll continue supporting, but we, we have to end the show for today, and, uh, you know, there's, there's really nothing but thanks I can give you, Dennis. Uh, and so simply e thank you again for taking the time uh and to our friends who contributed from dr latonia uh to brother arth and stella thank you and jay thank you for being here and also joseph thank you for being here um again to those who are on youtube if you haven't subscribed to the channel this is a good time for you to do that and also give this video a thumbs up so that uh, YouTube knows that Dennis and I were here for this conversation. Uh, and also, if you love listening to podcasts, this conversation is going to be on uh, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, in about an hour. So you can listen to it while you drive to work or while you work out and take some action, you know, make a difference. If Dennis can do it, you can do it too. So thank you again. Dennis, anything else that I didn't ask that you want to talk about before we finish? Uh, it's been a pleasure being on the show and thank you for hosting me and thank you for thank you to lavender and all the team in the back end that we're putting this together uh you can reach me as well we can continue the conversation on social media my handles are dennis.muanguzi and that's uh instagram as well as 256 dennis on twitter and we can continue the conversation and yeah follow up the campaign and see uh, the beautiful things happening across africa and south america through mama hope Wonderful. thanks for having me simon of course of course keep up the good work i'll see you soon take great care of yourself thank you simon africa, you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokello live from Seattle, Washington.